Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. They did not come. Me not having cash in my pocket did not come to disgrace me. No, sir. He came to open me up to billions. You have been released from every power of anything that binds you. Say, I'm free forever. And somebody say, I have, I have this um, addiction. Addiction is the power that binds people. A particular lifestyle that binds people. The day you find out that you have been redeemed, uh, that will be the last day of that addiction. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Because you have power over that. Yes, yes. The Bible says sin cannot have dominion. You don't believe? Charlie, yes. you believe. Say, I believe. He said, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body that has prepared me. Let's go. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast not no pleasure. But he was working, no? But he said he has no pleasure. Because the value of sin, blood of bulls and goats, was not enough to pay for the ransom. Are, are you getting it? Yes, so imagine we, mankind, you are hanging here and there's a price tag. So anybody that wants to buy you and make you free, there is a price tag. Now, what is that price tag? The life of the Son of God. The blood of the Son of God. In fact, the blood of a sinless, non-blemish, non-stained blood. And we couldn't find one. Not one. The only person that qualified was the Son of God. So your price tag was the blood of Jesus. Your price tag, the ransom, <laughs> was the Son of God. The life of the Son of God. Please get to know this. He said, In bent on and sacrifice for sin, thou wouldest had no pleasure. Uh -huh. Then said I, Look at it. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the books. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. To do what? To take the place and give my life to free all these guys. That's the will of God. That's why he came. Because God couldn't see men suffer. Go on. Above, when he said, sacrifice and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, thou wouldest not, neither hath pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Go on. 
Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may, he may establish the second. Go on. By which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. When? Once for all. Hapax. Hapax. The Greek word is hapax. Means one for all time. Past, present, future. Ladies and gentlemen, your redemption is for past, present, and future. Oh. Hebrews chapter 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Amazing book. Chapter. Go and read. You will love it. I will see you next week. Verse 12. And every priest standard daily ministering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. They were doing it all, but it was not the, the value of the price tag. So it couldn't take away the sin. In other words, it couldn't take away the power. In fact, sin itself and its power. You see, what God, Jesus, dealt with, he dealt with sin itself and its power. Today, you can fall into sin, but it has no power. The power of sin is the power that binds. It enslaves. Uh, don't worry, I will show you scriptures. You think when you are born again, you can't fall into sin. You can. But you cannot be bound by the power of sin. You stand in the place of liberty and now overpower sin. What do you overpower? Sin has no power. You are now empowered to overpower. Hmm. Are you with me? Okay. We read First Peter 1 18. Silver and gold couldn't do that. The blood of Jesus did. Revelation 5 9. How we were purchased. How we were made free. And they sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God. You see? That is what? Restoration. Yes. Redeem us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. This is where you get to know that the nations are not saved. Because we are redeemed out of it. No nation is saved in this world. That's how you can't rely on nations, on economies. Rely on the same God who freed you from these nations. He will take care of you. And God shall be my supplier. He is my supply. Yes. Say, God is my supply. God is my supply. Yeah. You know, God supplies you to make you a supplier. Are you aware? Yes. That's his intention. Yes. He doesn't only supply you. He will supply you abundantly so you become a supplier. He will give seed to the sowers. He will bless you so you become a blessing. He always makes you the doer of the now. He makes you the verb of the now. So he blesses you so you become a blessing. He saved us so we can save others. Whatever he does for us is so that we can, we can work it out. So he made you rich to live as riches. Luke 4, 18, I told you. He said the year, the acceptable year of the Lord. That statement, acceptable year. Or the word acceptable in the Greek is called the dectos. 
D-E-K-T-O-S-S. The Dectors Year. The Dectors Year. Don't miss Friday. Which is actually called the, the Year of Jubilee. Can you see that? How many of you know Jubilee? Who handles on Friday? Now, the Dectors Year actually means the year where God's favor profusely abound. The, the Dectors Year. That's what it means. The year, the Dectors, that's what it means. The year where God's favor profusely abound. You know what profusely means? It's related to blood. When somebody is oozing, lot of blood. Boom, boom, boom. Uh-huh. So we are in the year. We are in the year where God's favor profusely abound. Are you listening? That is the year we are in. <laughs> Put a hand on your head. Say, I subject all things under grace. Say, I subject everything concerning my life. Under grace. Yeah, that's fine. Do you know what you just said? You have subjected everything under the year. Where favor profusely abounds. And when Jesus said it, immediately he closed the books and he sat down. Because he didn't because there will be a year, a, a time where the, the, the year, the doctor's year shall end. Grace will end. And then we shall enter into a day of judgment. That one is not too long. It's short, now we are done. It's called the day of vengeance. Go back. Look at it. He said, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. C- can I show you something again? Yes, sir. Go back again. Look at it. He said, the Spirit of the Lord, I won't explain all Friday I will do. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance. You see the word deliverance here? This is apolytrosis. The word deliverance here is redemption. To preach redemption to the captives. Actually, when you are redeemed, you are, when you, you are redeemed, you are actually delivered. So that's how come believer today, you don't need deliverance. You are delivered because you are redeemed. Yes, sir. You get it now? Yes, sir. You see the word liberty? The word liberty there too actually means redeemed. <laughs> That's what it means. We'll get into it on Friday. All right. When Isaiah wrote it, he added the day of vengeance. But in the book of Luke, when Jesus read it, after he declared the Dectors year, the, the year of grace, the year of Favor, profusely abounding, he closed the book. He didn't read the, the, the day of vengeance. It's called the day of vengeance. Why? Because we are not in that era. We are in the era. Enjoy favor. Yes, sir. Look, subject your finances under grace. Because we are in the year. When you subject your finances under grace, do you know what you are saying? What you are saying is that, Lord, this is what me, I have. But your grace causes an exchange. Where you take my place and you give me your place. Yeah. Are you getting it? Yes, so if you ought to have seven, you receive a one million. Because it's under grace. Hey, we are under Dectors here. Yeah. The things that you need a lot of effort to do. No, 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 no. 
Now you just need one. Maybe you needed 10 effort to give you 20. Now that 10 effort, under the favor, the doctors here, you receive 10 for a million results. Just watch out. Oh, Jesus. Who am I talking to here? I don't know. I don't know if I came to talk to you guys. Do you understand? Listen, until you can push it to your heart, you will not see the benefit. Jesus didn't read it, Kekeo. After reading everything, he said, and to declare, look at the statement, and to declare, in other words, to announce, to, to preach, that's what it means, to declare, to announce, to make known the debtors year of the Lord. So Jesus came to announce it to us, to preach it. Preach what? The year. Where his favor. You see, you've been praying for favor. I tell you to stop praying for it. Not that you are in that year. Enjoy it. Not that when I put in one, I'm going to get more than one. Now, it must come by knowledge. It must come by knowledge. If it doesn't come by knowledge, you'll be struggling and praying for what you're already in. And it will not be answered. God will not answer because he has answered in Christ. In fact, he has actually placed you in grace. He said, um, Hebrews 5, verse 5 and 2. He says that we have access into this grace by faith. We have access into this grace wherein we stand. So we actually stand in the doctor's year. Where do you stand? You stand in the year where favor profusely abound. What is this favor? Unmerited favor. This favor is unmerited. It's undeserved. So what you don't deserve is what he will give you. Please, be conscious about it. When you, when you are paid in the office and you see your money, say, I subject this to the grace of God. I stand in the place of favor. Do you know what you have just said? This money will abound. You will be amazed. You will be amazed. You must believe it. You must know it. Look, in whom also we have access by faith into this grace, this unmerited favor, this undeserved favor, this all earthly blessing, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. You have no idea. Let me tell you something. I don't want to go far. But you see, in the holiest of holies, where the ark of, the, the ark of God or the ark of glory, the, the, Hebrew say, the Hebrew says the ark of gold. The New Testament says the ark of glory. I'll show you. We'll read it. It means gold is glory. Now, in front of it, they sprinkle blood seven times. Seven times. Okay? And then they will sprinkle one on the mercy seat. I will explain to you on Friday. You have, no, you have no idea where we stand. We stand in that place where the blood was sprinkled seven times. Because that is where the priest stands to speak unto God. And that is where we stand today. Do you know the word, the word blessing? is from an, 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 um, you know, an old English word called Blatsian. 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 B-L-O-D-S-I-A-N. Where the, the root word is blood. Sien. Which means the mark of blood. The mark of blood. Hmm. You have no idea where we stand. You think God just does things? Why do you think they will, they will, they will, they will, they will sprinkle seven times and then he will stand in that place marked with blood? You can check in Google, you'll find it. The mark of blood. 
So blessing actually, the play, actually means the mark of blood. With blood, the blood of Jesus. And when you speak about the blood of Jesus, we are talking about all things, your redemption, favor, your glory, forgiveness, and all things that the blood gives. That is where we stand now. That is where we stand now. We don't, blood, the blood is not only for, for, for pleading into the eyes of the, of the enemies. No, sir. It has more value than that. Are you with me? Oh. Do I? Okay. Are we, are we okay? You, you found it? Some of you are looking at blood saying, Yeah. Steady, steady, steady to show yourself approved. When you steady, you will find things like this. You are just holding your Bible, you are lying down, and you are reading like it. It's not steady. Steady, you'll find things. You'll find where words came from. So the word blessing, you see it? Yeah, blood sin. You see the word blessing, that's where it came from. It's an old English word. Just like the, the name God. The name God came from the word good. He's the highest good. That's what it actually means. The highest good one. He's a good God. That, that's, that's, that's the word God. Hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of these things I'm sharing with you, you, there's no way some of you will ever find out. So it's good you learn from here and you, you rise with it. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, if somebody has taught me, why do I have to go? If somebody knows that, why do I have to go and search again? I'll take yours and I'll rise with it. Yes. Don't do, okay, I don't, okay, prof, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down. They are saying blood, sin. Where is the sin? What am I saying? You won't find it. You might not find it. The Holy Ghost might not open your eye. Maybe when you go, you will find Francis. Okay, so let's go on. What have we been redeemed from? It's important, isn't it? Yes, sir. Okay, so first of all, we have been redeemed from curse. The curse of the law. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13. Christ has what? Uh oh, let me hear you. Christ has what? Us. From what? The curse from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. So when Jesus went on the cross and his blood was shed, all our curses, all our curses, including the one they said from your father's house, all curses were put on him. He redeemed us. In other words, Curses had power to enslave. Curses could bind you. You were, you were nothing under curse. Redemption, that's what it means. Saving somebody who was powerless. So Jesus redeemed us. In other words, he broke the power of curse that subdues, that overpowers those of you, you are, maybe you are sitting here, you still believe what my father is going through, what I will go through. Because there's a curse. You know, you believe in those kind of things. Because you have nev- not come to the understanding of redemption. You have been set free. Because the penalty was paid. You are looking at it. He was, he, he hung on the tree. And his blood was, was shed. The penalty, the payment was made. So there's no way what happened 10,000 years ago in your family should repeat in your life. Because the penalty was paid. The curse has been broken. 
Curses has no power. Let them go and take a, a snap. Take whatever. That spirit they are invoking. When he gets to know you. And he gets to know that you know. That you have been redeemed. You are standing in the place called automatic redance. Let them pour ten. Tell them after you put them. Tell them to break it somewhere so I can have the egg and fry. Fry that egg and eat. You can never be cursed. You can never be cursed. Because the penalty has been paid. You know, people treat curses as though it's their property. They forget to understand it's a spiritual thing. It was that way before you were born. You know the first person that was cursed? The Satan himself. Lucifer. In the garden. God cursed him. But God didn't curse Adam. He didn't curse Eve. Did you find that in your Bible? They were not cursed. He said to them. But he cursed the devil. And whatever he went through is what he wants you to go through. We only subject ourselves to curses when we decide to go for the law. Deuteronomy 28, 15. Let me show you the curses. Do, do amplify um, message quickly. The curse of the law. Oh, Jesus. Yes, what will happen if you don't obediently listen to the voice of God, your God, and diligently keep all the commandments and guidelines that I'm commanding you to do today? Because the commandment was 613, and he said, if you break one, you're broken all. So he said that if you break one of them, he said, all cases will come down hard on you. So this is what we have been delivered from. So today, if you break any of these ones, nothing happens to you. He said, God's curse in the city, God's curse in the country. God's curse on your basket and bread bowl. Go on. God's curse on your children, the crops of your land, the young of your livestock and the calves of your herbs, the lambs of your flock. All these ones are cursed. All animals in your house, everything about you is cursed. Everything is cursed. God's curse in your coming in. God's curse in your going out. As you are going out, you are cursed. As you are coming back, you are cursed. God will send the curse, the confusion, the contrariness down and everything you try to do until you've been destroyed. And there's nothing left of you all because of your evil pursuit that lead you to abandon me. God will infect you with the disease, wiping you right off the land that you are going in to possess. God will set consumption and fever and rash and seizure and dehydration and blight and jaundice on you. They will hunt you down until they kill you. Now, now that you know redemption, these things that is mentioned are not supposed to be seen in your life. Jaundice, fever. You have been made free. People that are cursed under the law go through this. You tell, sit down and say, oh, but we are human beings, we are here. Go, go through. <laughs> it means that your conscience is still bound. God, am I done? The sky over your head will become an iron roof. Now, those who pray, you've heard men of God preach and say that your prayer cannot go because it has... No, it was only for those who were under the law. 
It was a curse. It's not for people today. So they say go and fast for seven days because your heavens, heavens have become hard over you. Yeah. So the sky over you, over your head, will become an iron roof. The ground under your feet, a slab of concrete. concrete. In other words, whatever you plant, you, it will not work. Nothing will work. Now since you have been delivered, transferred into the kingdom of God, and it means that whatever you touch, whatever you sow, no, I'm trying to give you a mindset. You are in the era where favor profusely abound. You know, whatever I do abound. Start seeing yourself like that. I'm in the era of grace. Whatever I do abound. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now let me show you something. If good things will abound because you're under grace, when, you, when there's any bad thing, it will diminish with the speed of light. Just like the good things will abound. Bad things, if there is a bad life, there is a bad thing in your life, it will, under grace, it will diminish. It will diminish until it's no more. That's what grace does for you. You get it now? So it's not only for good things. If there are bad things somewhere and you subject it under grace, only, only appreciate grace. Identify with grace. Subject everything to grace. Say, Lord, this is my lifestyle. I put it under your grace. When we were coming, we didn't pray. What did we say? We said, Lord, we commit the service under your grace. That's all. And we came. Because you see, what I can preach is not based on my power and energy. It is how he will make it be. I am only talking, but he will cause you to hear it differently. <laughs> so I'm not coming knowing I've prepared. <laughs> no, sir. I'm relying on his grace. I can say one thing and it's going to blow. I can say one thing and it will answer a lot of questions you came with. I'm sure some of your questions have been answered. Yes, sir. Mm. So there's no iron, uh, whatever on your head. Hey. Okay, the question is who put the iron in there? God. Am I his son? Does he hate me so much? No. Satan can't put um, an iron roof over you. He can't. The only person qualified to do is God himself. Didn't you hear God's curse? God's curse. God's curse. Not the devil. If Satan put a roof, I'll break it. If God does it, I don't know. But he cannot. I'm a, I'm a son. I am accepted in the beloved. Because he will not do the same for, to Jesus. So he can't do the same thing to me. In fact, it, it can never happen. You know why? I'm sitting right next to him. We are the people that are seated Closer to God than anyone. Do you know why we are seated on, the right, on his right hand? That's where we are. We are seated. So you look at your dad like this. Say, Father. Father, wrap me in your arms. 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 And Father. Then you see him put his arm around you. And you begin to sense his presence and his glory. Sing it if you want to. Father, me. 
Thank you, Jesus. Want you to see him as your father, okay? So anytime you are you call him father, just imagine him putting his arm around you. Amazing. I'm t- we are the closest. Not the angels. If I'm not even the seraphims, we are the closest. We are the closest. No seraphim is sitting, but we are seated together with him. <laughs> Somebody's not here. Me. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, me. He said, You earthly fathers, as wicked as you are, when your children ask you for gifts, you won't give them the opposite. He said, How much more your heavenly Father? How much more Him? Your heavenly Father. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an heavenly father. Now, he is not going to give me all things that I will ever ask him. He has given me all things I will ever ask him. Did you hear the statement? He is not giving me, going to give me things I will ask him. He has given me all things that I will ever ask him. Ever, ever ask him. Ever. Anything you are looking for, it has already been given. <laughs> He said, for he has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. He has given us all things. The Bible says, every good and perfect gift comes from above. And if you have the Holy Ghost, then you have. You have all good things. Are you with me? Yes, sir. He said, every good gift, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and come down from the father of light in whom there is no variableness neither a shadow of turning every good gift and every perfect gift it comes from my father he's called the father of light you know what the light stands for knowledge insight so anytime you're receiving god's word you know what's happening to you gifts perfect gifts Look at two. There are two. Are, you can see one word, gift. But it's a good and perfect. <laughs> oh God, you are too much. <laughs> I don't have time to explain that in this scenario, the good is as good as perfect. The perfect is as perfect as the good. That's what it actually means. <laughs> okay. Galatians 4, 3, and 9. We read it already. He talked, eh? Stoichion. Remember, we have been delivered from the law of, 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 of the curse. Even so, we, when we were children, were in what? Bondage. Look at it. We were in bondage under the elements of the world. Under karma. We are no longer under karma. We are under what? Yeah, Romans 6, 14. He said, ye are. Not we are no more under the what the law, but under grace. We are not under the elements of this world. Go to verse nine. Verse nine. Look, but now after that ye have known God, or rather, 
are known of God, are ten, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly element, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? This is what I was telling you on Sunday. You are not in Adam. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leave from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.